So you want to talk about a song, right? I was going to talk about a song, yeah. Is it by any chance the same thought I had that wouldn't it be funny if the name of uh, Cisco of the Thong Song fame's downfall like biography was Panic at the Cisco? (laughs) 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 And it would like meld these two careers and how they both went in totally different directions because it turns out they were best friends in high school. Wait, is that true? Is it true that the band <laughs> Panic at the Disco and Cisco were best friends in high school? Oh, yeah, that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> of course it's true. That's true as hell. Okay. But, Mike, is that what you were going to say? That'd be a good mashup, though, like girl talk style. Uh, but, no, I was going to say um, this song, May I Have This Dance, by Francis and the Lights with Chance the Rapper in it. Mm-hmm. Whoa, good song. Did you know he can dance? (laughs) I did not. He dances in the video. It's just him alone dancing the whole time for like four minutes. And it's really like odd and weird, but he's good at it. Anyway. (laughs) The whole story was that you heard a song you like. I mean, it wasn't a story for the podcast. It was just... A story because you were talking about a song. You know, we're recording the podcast right now, right? <laughs> it sounded like the song you were playing. We don't just like cut around it. <laughs> just kind of let it go. Sometimes I talk planning for like, th- we're going to get rid of this part. Yeah, well, we're probably not. You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison, Tappan Johnny, and I'm Mike Bogart. So just like slightly relevant to um, to you bringing up like Girl Talk and uh, mashing up Cisco and Panic at the Disco. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that like it's not funny. Like <laughs> it's so stupid. Um so uh I was at PAX this past weekend. What is that? PAX is a video game convention uh that takes place in Seattle, Washington, and uh we were showing off a game that my studio's working on and like you know when you're working on a project and you're talking about it in public like you kind of have this obligation to be like, yeah, it's it's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you about to get fired in the next five seconds? <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't get fired until this airs on Wednesday. Uh, no, my point uh, is that like this game that we're working on, Drop Mix, which essentially lets you like mix different artists together and everything. I, One second. Hey, Mike. Yes. How do you feel about Josh just doing an advertisement in the middle of our podcast? This is not an advertisement. I That's swear usually what people say when they're trying to hide advertisements. <laughs> but I, I was, I was curious, Mike. What is your opinion on this? I've got like a thirty-second allowance for context. All right, let's go ahead then, Josh. Yeah. So it's a game where like you mix different artists together, which is why I was thinking about this other thing. Um, and Panic at the Disco is in it also. But anyway, I feel like such hey, a Mike. shill, Mike. Very relevant. By the way, the game drop mix will feature artist Panic at the Disco. <laughs> um, so anyway, I feel like such a shill when I talk about this game because 
Every oh my other- god, don't you understand what's <laughs> happening right now? No, no, this is meta. Because I really, really enjoy, like, working on this game, and I feel like I can't... <laughs> this is really bad that we're now recording in the same room, because I can see the look of disappointment on your face. <laughs> I just, oh, damn. I don't, I don't understand where you're going. I'm, so, basically, uh, the question that I wanted to ask was... Um, have you ever been a strong supporter of something, but people don't believe you because they think that you have like an alternative motive for saying that something is as good as it is? Did you just give like a complete summary of the exact thing that happened right now? Yeah. <laughs> have I ever had that happen, but to me? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a very strong supporter of a lot of things, like everything from like movies and TV shows down to like you do, yeah. You have preferences on like air fresheners. I bet I won't lie to you guys. This is surprising. I didn't know that you both <laughs> felt this way. <laughs> I didn't know liking something would mean taking a strong stance in its favor. But yes, I love a particular type of air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Well, yeah, what do you want me to say? So what? What? Well, how do I feel if people didn't like this air freshener? Yeah, people don't see you shrugging. It's a it's a talk show. <laughs> Golly, uh, I don't know. I probably wouldn't make an ass of myself. <laughs> Mike, have you had this happen? Yeah, I mean, I have a real life one from my real job. What the hell? Are you, are you trying to convince people like that you haven't been living a lie or something? Like, <laughs> I have a real story from my real job that I go to. I start all sentences this way. I don't know why I why I threw those qualifiers in. Maybe it's because I'm nervous. Yes, you do. I'm nervous to talk about my real life. Yeah, great. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So uh, I used to work in annual giving at a uh, university. Which is uh, like the people who call you and send you letters asking for money after you've already paid for school. Yeah, doing God's work, right? That's how you described it to me once. <laughs> My entire job was convincing people to give us 10 bucks. Uh, and it it's really, really, really tough to do. How'd you do it? Can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah. So this kind of stuff would have gone unnoticed in all previous episodes, but Tappan has been trying to open this bottle of water with one hand (laughs) for the past 90 seconds. What do you want me to do? I would like to drink some of this. It's really hard to open a bottle of water with the twist-off cap with just two fingers. Have you ever opened a bottle of water before? Yeah, it takes two hands. God. Two hands. <laughs> <laughs> I had an Uber ride earlier this week to the airport uh, where the driver was a 78-year-old man. I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm, uh, he started just telling me why he's doing it. And he says, uh, you know, he's a grandfather. He wants to make sure all the grandkids don't ever have to take any loans for school. And I'm like, damn, that's a pretty noble thing to do. He goes, yes. And then he said... You know, I have a very big family, and so I have to do this for a lot of people. I'm like, oh, is that right? And he's just like, yes. My grandfather, he had seven wives. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Mike, do you want to guess how many grandkids? So this, so first, we're guessing how many like siblings and cousins that your driver had, right? And 54 kids. <laughs> what? Holy shit. 
this man <laughs> who has existed on this earth, there is a guy out there who has Wilt's record beat, probably. <laughs> All right? And he has just been living in obscurity. He had himself 54 <laughs> children in one lifetime. <laughs> Across seven wives. Across seven wives. Holy shit. And he wants to put every one of his grandkids through college? <laughs> no, he is one of those 54 grandkids. Now he is taking care of his grandkids. So how many grandkids does he have? He had a more reasonable amount. He had seven, I believe. Okay, yeah, that's... Which that's is still a lot of kids okay. to put through college, but like, <laughs> after you talk about the 54 number, everything else kind of pales in comparison, so... I mean, it depends how many kids he has. Like, if he has three, then that's like, you know, two, two, and three or something like that. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was wild. But the whole reason I said this is, so instead of the number 54, what is the maximum amount of children you guys think you could have while still knowing the name and at least one fun fact about each of them? And what system would you use to remember this information? Uh, I feel like I could get like over 200. Oh, so, whoa. <laughs> so... My reasoning for that is... Uh, Your reasoning for that is that you are lying to people. <laughs> you are quite a fertile man. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that we're putting that aside. But How? How can you assume <laughs> that part? <laughs> because we're talking about just remembering. Sure. You gotta, we got to assume that we're capable. Yeah. So uh, I'm thinking back to uh, like my graduating class, which was like 200 six people or something like that it was just about 200 people okay and uh i knew everybody's name and i could have told you one fact about everybody in my class or like almost everybody but if they were actually my kids then i could definitely have now let me ask you a question yeah so because that makes sense i believe in your method i believe in your logic but why don't instead of telling us the system and 200 kids everyone already buys that why don't you just tell us me and mike uh what Life would have been like if you actually were the father of those 206 <laughs> kids and in college with them at the same time. Uh, would you let them know? Um, just walk us through that Rodney Dangerfield scenario. <laughs> Wait, so I would like be going back to college at the same time they're going to college? Yeah, but they think you're one of them for some reason, even though you're fucking a million years older. Yeah. How do you handle that? Do I have to tell them? I think that would be nice. I mean, the kids Could, have a right to know their father. Couldn't I be like the cool dad that like buys them booze when they're freshmen? <laughs> they're all freshmen. Right. Wait. So, so you wait, have... wait, wait. Hang on. So they're all freshmen, which means that all I have these children with 200 different women so they could Dude. all give birth <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. 200 nights in a row. <laughs> or twins or triplets. Okay. <laughs> 200 nights in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only available in the evenings and they have to be <laughs> in a consecutive order. <laughs> All right, never mind. I don't want to know that story. Mike, how many kids do you think you could have? I think I could have a whole lot because I'm really good at remembering people's names. You know, that's true. For some reason, at one point, you knew everyone, including, like, 
the third string people on every football team in the NFL. I think I knew every player in the NFL, and that's like 500 Whoa. players. And I knew like yeah, and I I never knew how. I don't. I I didn't intend to. I just no 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 no. Sorry, it happened. Not I didn't know how you remembered them. I didn't know how you had learned their names because like me neither. You did. You didn't like playing Madden. I never really saw you reading any like football articles or like going into encyclopedia, but like you just somehow I just remember stuff about like names and I don't know what it is. So you think just to get this straight, Josh put up an outrageous number at 206 <laughs> and you're telling me 500 easy? I mean, if they're my own children and you could remember all of them and one fun fact do you know what position all of them played? <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah. I mean, I could give you a position group. There's your fun fact. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Honestly, like for real, for me, there's no way I can probably go over eight. Eight? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't remember eight people who are related to you? <laughs> uh, I know eight people related to you. <laughs> I, 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 had, I can tell you eight relatives. Yeah, but if they're my kids, I'm only going to remember. Yeah, if they're like all running around and whatnot, I'm just not going to I'm not going to know more than eight things. You're not going to c- catch a glimpse of them quick enough? <laughs> yeah, there's just too many, you know, it's a it's a whirlwind. I can't keep them straight. No. All I'd know I guess it's not a fun fact to know know like their number. Is it like you were one and you were six and that's not fun. So what is your system? What's my system? Yeah, because like Mike and I have established our history in being able to, you know, keep track of 200 or 500 people. How would you keep track of eight? <laughs> well, first of all, I'd name them alphabetically. Okay. <laughs> so there, there's like eight things I'll never forget. I'll know there'll be an A, a B, C, D, an E, an F, a G, and an H. Okay. But can you remember like which letter of the alphabet H is? Yeah, it's always going <laughs> to be think... Harrison. I think you need like a No, you're not you missed you missed what I said. It's it's gonna be Harrison. Yeah, okay. You're going to name your child after me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine. Harrison Ford is less memorable than Josh Harrison. Who do you talk to on a weekly basis? Harrison on a daily Ford. basis. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to Harrison Ford. So I was in Chicago last week. Uh Mike and I were hanging out and we conducted an impromptu but unbelievably in-depth search to find a person that i just flat out didn't remember and mike <laughs> promised me existed mm-hmm. it was our other friends uh prom date like one of my closest friends prom dates and i honest to god forgot not forgot i honestly still don't think she exists like i think these guys made some stuff up no dude we got her we found her yeah but can you tell can you tell now Josh i know how- why you wouldn't <laughs> be able to get up to i <laughs> can Mike, can you tell Josh how we ended up finding her? Like what dumb luck we ran into? Okay. So we had a vague suspicion that she played either lacrosse or rugby. It was honestly such a vague suspicion. It was so, it was so vague that uh, I went to like three of her games and I had no idea which sport she was playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also... Just took a took a guess at the high school she played at, so I I just took a stab. Wait, you know, wait, <laughs> you were just guessing high schools to go watch 
a women's team play a sport you didn't even know what what it was at the time at the time i knew where i was going <laughs> a week ago i took a i took a step at, when i went to the game i knew where i was going i assume cuz i got there and i saw her and she was good good at what the game rugby <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure it was rugby <laughs> okay anyway so uh, i'm going to i have to fast forward because you you went all the way back to 2005 I can't tell a story. Yes, you can. You're a storyteller. But <laughs> fast forward, we got it was just dumb luck that this high school had digitized all of their yearbooks over like the last I don't know how many years. And we were able to jump into the PDF and like find her. And so Mike goes, Look, this is her. In the index, yeah. In the index. And I'm like, I've I don't know who this is. It like she might as well have been erased from my mind. <laughs> and yet you were in the video we made that he used to ask her to prop. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I remember. I remember us making a video. I could not tell you why we made it, and I did not know who it was going to, for sure. Dude, you were one of three people in the whole video. Dude, I know. I just, I, I don't remember it. But back to what I have to say. So while I kind of deal with the struggle of forgetting a part of my life. I just wanted to ask you, what's the most intense search you've conducted? Uh, very recently, actually. Wow. Extremely recently, and it was because of this podcast. No kidding. Um, so, if you remember, I mentioned uh, that rap duo that sang that song, Supa Dupa. Right, right, right. Uh, and their name was Cruss and Dran. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> that was their rapper names. That's the worst name. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, Crust. <laughs> I think it was C R U S, like crust but without Ew. the T. <laughs> oh. And Dran, D R A N. <laughs> um holy shit. And so <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my god. That uh, that's the worst. To anybody that is listening and hasn't paid attention to like the show notes that we put together, I usually try and um, put together some like links that uh, refer to things that we talk about. Um, you know, either for more information or some background. And I was trying so hard to find this song, and I searched for probably forty-five minutes to an hour. And came up with nothing. And I know that they exist because there were two results that I found. And both of them were from like Connecticut local rap discussion boards. Like, oh, I'm seeing this other dude and Cruss and Dran are opening. Never heard of them. <laughs> I should definitely skip the opener. Uh, Sorry, yeah. who's there? Dran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I love Dran. Dran. Is Crust coming with him? Because <laughs> that's just the best. So uh, if there are any intrepid listeners out there that want to... How did you find them? Uh, they were an opener for somebody else that I was seeing. And I don't even remember who I was seeing. But how did you tie them to the song? Because they were the ones that sang the song. <laughs> I think I'm confused. If you knew what the song was and you knew they were the ones that sang the song, why did you conduct this search? Because I wanted to find a link to the MP3, like a stream. Oh, thing. you wanted to find the song. Yeah. Okay. Why don't yeah. you just? I just. I promise you. I promise you. Their email address is crossandran <laughs> at gmail dot com. Uh, Why don't you? Just I don't know, email man. Them? This was like two thousand three, two thousand four. 
Gmail was like still early in beta, invite only back then. Look, we both know that they were at the cutting edge of everything. <laughs> they were in the beta for Gmail. Maybe. <laughs> anyway. Oh. So that's my search. Wow. I have two. Okay. Last week, um, a colleague of mine, I, I'm like a, a market, I work in like communications. And, Again, uh, you sound <laughs> like you are trying to hide your identity. First, I you am. said real job, and then you said, "And I work. I work in like uh, a marketing, communications, marketing, marketing." Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. dude, yeah. that's what a liar sounds like. <laughs> Who knows, though? You do. Uh, <laughs> Okay, fine. Okay. Whatever your job is. I work. What I work. <laughs> that sounds like the least <laughs> believable one so far. Okay. All right, go ahead. At work, a colleague of mine, uh, uh, we, we managed some social media pages, and we were going to do a Transformation Tuesday. What does that mean? I'm not sure. I think it means... <laughs> Like I'm the manager. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it your initiative? What do you mean you're not sure? No, no, it was her initiative. But like, I'm like technically have like say do that, but like I'm, I don't have my own social media. Yo, accounts. just I t- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think for anyone who was able to make it through it, welcome to the other side of that sentence. Uh, welcome so- to me being your boss. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as the boss, you you conduct Transformation Tuesday. Yeah. Uh so we were tr- we were looking at this old photo of uh the loop in Chicago and we were mm-hmm. trying to figure out like where is this so that we can go take the exact same photo just like of where it is now. Oh, cool. Yeah. And we couldn't figure it out, so what we did was we like enhanced enhanced <laughs> We like enhanced the photos until we could like read street signs and then read like partial businesses. And then we were searching for like old newspaper records of where this business was so that we wow. could get the address. Yeah. And I mean, it was a little overboard. It really wasn't that hard. I just got really into it. It was fun. You got really, really into zooming in three times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you can say enhance. That that process takes less than one second. <laughs> it was on a phone, so it was really like a pinch. It was just a pinch. <laughs> All right, so did you find the place? Yeah, we found it. Nailed it. How'd the photo turn out? Uh, I don't think we took it yet. The Barbershop. It happened just went today. I went shortly before my trip to Seattle. Uh, the shop that I go to, it's like a small shop. They have like three chairs um and they just do like the cut they give you that straight razor shave on the back of your neck oh love that yeah no it's great um so i've been coming uh going to the same place uh for almost two years now um started going there when i moved to boston and i knew something was amiss the moment that i walked inside so normally they're playing like smooth jazz um where (laughs) are you (laughs) court square barbershop did you just do another advertisement? <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, uh, this time it was like an opera that was playing. Okay. So something was weird. Uh, but I sit down with my the normal guy that cuts my hair. Um, 
and I'm not a big talker when I when I get my hair cut. Um, but uh, the guy sitting next to me is like going on and on, and he's telling some story. Um, and he says, are you, uh, just, "Are you just about to like admit that you're stealing other people's material?" <laughs> no, 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 no. This is relevant. So the dude you next just, to me, you just said you sat there in silence while you overheard this guy, and now you're about to say his observation. Uh, so he said, "You know that terrorist attack that happened in Barcelona a couple Jesus. weeks ago?" <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Uh, where like that truck drove through that crowd of people. Uh, he goes, "I was almost there." Holy hell. Yeah, and the barber goes, you were in Barcelona? And the dude goes, no, I was in Europe, or almost in Europe. <laughs> I was almost in Europe. <laughs> and the barber goes, wait, where were you supposed to be? <laughs> and the guy goes, Germany. <laughs> oh. But we didn't go. My daughter has anxiety about flying, uh, and it got pretty bad, so we canceled a few weeks before. And the barber is just in <laughs> silence, and the dude goes can't really chalk that up to anything but fate (laughs) (laughs) wow so while this is happening i think that is the most obnoxious (laughs) person i have ever heard of or he's desperate for small talk sure no don't make excuses for him the barber should like go ahead and just in the back of his head, shave in at this guy sucks. And just like, <laughs> so anyone who's about to come upon him knows not to talk to him. It's pretty bad. Uh, so as this is happening, um, there is a dude that comes in that has like a laundry bag and he's like collecting the linens that they use, like the towels and all that kind of stuff. Um, both barbers give him like the, hey, what's up nod. Um, and he like goes into the back. Are you in the 50s? Like, what is <laughs> happening? Both barbers give the laundry boy a heads up. This <laughs> never happened to me. Smooth jazz on the background. Remember, there's only three so it's chairs. Opera now. Um, so uh, he collects things in a laundry bag, takes him a couple minutes, and then he goes up to the other barber that was cutting the other guy's hair, who's like obviously the owner. And I can tell that something's about to go down. <laughs> and the reason that I can tell uh, is because. The opera has taken a shift. So it was like I don't I don't know opera, so I don't know like the actual nomenclature for this. Pause. <laughs> Just pause for yep. one second. Sure. Mike. Are you are you guys making eye contact right now? No, I can't look at him. Mike. <laughs> Mike. Mm-hmm. Please, please tell me. That you think it's possible that Josh gets his hair cut in like a Broadway <laughs> production of Sweeney Todd. By God, I hope he does. It sounds lovely. It this, sounds he, awesome. he walks into a completely fake non-2017 barbershop fucking every month like clockwork. And they they just do the opera around him. That's why the drama sinks to the music. Are you out of your mind, Josh? Okay, so I can't understand Latin, but like you can oh tell, my God. <laughs> you can tell that there's like a fire in their voices, and like the intensity of the music is building. And so the laundry guy asks the owner for payment, and the owner, <laughs> uh. Says that he gave him the check two weeks ago. <laughs> so now there's a dispute that is happening. They go back and forth arguing for 15 minutes about this. 
And the reason that I know exactly how long it took is because this barbershop has those like backwards clocks. So when you're looking in the mirror, it's like showing you the correct clockwise thing. Mm. I don't know where you even buy those. Hey, do you think you would not have been able to tell that 15 (laughs) minutes had passed in a a clock that was flipped? (laughs) I mean, I probably could. Oh, my God. We just went back in time. Uh, cool barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, they keep arguing. I'm getting my hair cut in silence. My barber, who is normally like a little talkative, is also silent as well because he's eavesdropping on the other conversation. The dude in the chair next to me that like told the story about Barcelona is just sitting super awkwardly because the barber that was cutting his hair is no longer cutting his hair and is just arguing with this laundry boy. <laughs> And so, like, now they're getting into, like, this yelling match, almost like their voices are raised, all backed by, like, this track of fierce Latin singing (laughs) that is, like, Carmina Burana or something like that. So, eventually, the owner says, fine, and he opens the register, and he gives him the money, and the dude leaves, and almost immediately, the music starts calming down. Like, it it was synced so weirdly accurately. How much did he give him? I don't know. It looked like 20 bucks or something like that. 20 bucks? Yeah, over a 15-minute argument. What a deal. (laughs) (laughs) So the barber goes back to cutting that guy's hair, and I swear to God, he said, just like I was telling you, man, fate. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I have never been so ready to call bullshit on a Oh, what a bad guy. No, I believe this. Oh, really? You do? Yeah. I don't believe this at all. You, any aspect of it? You think the entire thing is made up? You made up everything. <laughs> you have painted such a huge lie that like breaking it down would take me years. And so now I can't, but I know it's a lie. <laughs> it is not a lie. This happened. I was there. Yeah, I've, I, I've met people like this. I can believe this. What? <laughs> I bet it happened. I bet it happened. Has this happened to you? In my, I took a, I took a um, lift to my kickball tournament this morning. That's a nice little plug. <laughs> hey guys, I play kickball. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant for lift that we were plugging another <laughs> business. Um, <laughs> we were listening to uh, the news or something, and they were talking about Irma. And um, he he started talking about the driver started talking about how he was almost in New Orleans for Katrina, but he was no 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 in Argentina. no no he was in um, he was in like the Panhandle for Hurricane Andrew in Florida. Damn, yeah. Um, and then, well, his all he said was. Uh, my advice is to get the fuck out of Florida. <laughs> but that was that was it. How does this sync up to what Josh said? How did your experience with your Lyft driver who gave you the advice, I would just stay the fuck out of Florida compared to this vivid... <laughs> well, he was like adjacent... Costumed. <laughs> there were no costumes. Musically accompanied. There was that. Scripted fraudulent setting it was not fraudulent (laughs) to what you're talking about mike he was adjacent to hurricane andrew 21 years ago 
And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that the question? Wasn't that the question? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I wanted to prompt you to talk about something. uh, Okay. Because uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about macaroni and cheese and your desire to put flaming hot Cheetos on top. Like it's not a desire. It's a thing I have done. It's a thing that works, and it's a thing that I've been complimented on. Okay. Sure. I don't know by whom, but that's fine. Um, real people <laughs> complimented me with real compliments. Okay. So your compliments are fake. Mike's job is fake, and my barbershop <laughs> story is fake, so we're just all liars today. Isn't that more believable <laughs> than anything else? <laughs> that we're all liars? Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy to believe. No that. story we've ever told on this podcast is true. Yeah. Stranger than fiction. <laughs> so yeah, what were you saying? The Flaming Hot Cheetos on top of mac and cheese is my thing. Yes. And you recently came across a product. Yeah. And I would like you to talk about this. I came across some bullshit is what I came across. <laughs> and even though there's been a real weird amount of product placement in this podcast. This is not intended to be as such. This is more an angry Andy Rooney letter. Uh, so there I was, walking through Walmart, first time in a while. That place has everything, as everyone is aware. And I walked past the frozen food section, and not only do they have everything, they have everything and more, because I turn my head, and I see flaming hot Cheetos mac and cheese frozen snacks right there in the display case. And I immediately took a picture of it and texted the both of you in all caps, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) How could they have done this without my knowledge? Who leaked the idea to them? Now you know my (laughs) anger around the McStacker to Burger King. Yeah, that's true. You guys have both been poached. Nope. Here's what I think happened. I think that both of you <laughs> found the mac and cheese with the flaming hot Cheeto crumble on it despicable. Okay. But you saw its sales potential. <laughs> and I think you guys walked yourself into Frito Lay, and I think you walked yourself into Kraft, and you walked yourself into whoever makes freezers, and oh. you said, We need these three things to come together. And you sold out my idea, and you lined your pockets encrusted in red cheese pellets. <laughs> pellets? Yeah, that's Ew. basically what... Yeah, if you break them down fine enough, that's what Flamin' Hot Cheeto can become. Nonetheless, Who's where, complimenting you on when you describe this in such a disgusting <laughs> manner? Where is my cut of this product? If I could have done that, I would have stolen that idea <laughs> right out from under you. If I could just walk into the to the the craft headquarters and and pitch, hey, what about flaming hot Cheetos? How about a million bucks? <laughs> I would have done that like ten years ago <laughs> when I ate flaming hot Cheetos every day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get I used to get two chicken sandwiches. Why a million bucks? <laughs> Cause that's a good that's a good round number. <laughs> also, I was in high school. I got two chicken sandwiches, six mozzarella sticks. Wait, from where? <laughs> from the cafeteria. 
Okay. A, ba- a bag of flaming hot Cheetos and a Dr. Pepper every single day. Okay. Dude, that's pretty healthy. <laughs> you think? Oh, I mean, no, not, a, sounds... not, not at all. But anyway, I just want both of you to know that I'm accusing of you of it. And Josh has already said it was the mixed stacker, but I was going to ask, Mike, for you, instead of me thinking that I had this idea stolen, what did you think that you invented that you got stolen? Wait, we had this exact topic when I talked about the mixed stacker. Yeah, yeah, but I'm doing wasn't it that again. The <laughs> and the reason I'm doing it again is because I don't think Mike told us. He had the idea I for the didn't. throne, the motorized throne. That's not didn't, true. <laughs> no one really stole that one. <laughs> Someone stole that one. A motorized throne? Yeah, I saw it at the Game of Thrones premiere. There was a drivable iron throne? Yeah. Are you kidding uh, me? No, dude. It was like, you know how all and everyone who sits on that throne like has some sort of wine goblet? You just rest that on the armrest and you can drive it around. I can tell from your tone of voice that you're lying to me in a <laughs> condescending way. <laughs> anyway. I wish that was true. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's pretty clear that I also forgot that we talked about this in the past. <laughs> Thus, going back to my general idea that eight kids max. I can't do more than that. Did you know NFL star Antonio Cromartie famously doesn't know who his children are? But I, so when you first asked this question, I Googled him because I was like, this is a very relevant thing. One day ago, post (laughs) breaking news, NFL star Antonio Cromartie welcomes 14th child. Wow. From eight different women. Despite vasectomy. Oh, I did hear about <laughs> he this. He yeah. can't help himself. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> you heard about that? Yeah, I saw it yesterday. That was actually a contender for my weird news article. but Holy smokes. I found a better one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Poor Antonio Cromartie. Seriously. What do you do in that situation? Do you just, like, how do you name them going forward since you know this is going to happen forever? Oh, God. I was going to say, like, just cut off that penis. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. He's not even in the league. Antonio Cromartie has made it clear to the world that he can, like, easily pull himself women. (laughs) Yeah. That was, maybe that was an overreaction. He can win them over. And so now that he knows this is going to happen the rest of his life, all he needs is a forward-looking strategy. I mean, he's 33. I think he's known this for a while. <laughs> and he's going to, like, he's 33, right? He's still got, a like, legit 13 years of, like, child production. At least. That he, he can get out. Why is 46? The- <laughs> 46, I feel like, is where it drops off. Okay. Get 46, get you're done. Yeah, yeah. Forty-six year old dads are like, yeah, all right, cool, I get it. Forty-seven year olds is like, maybe just be a little more careful next time. You know what? That is a damn good point. What did I say? I agree a hundred percent. But here's the thing: the forty-seven year olds go to get their own vasectomy, and that doesn't work on this man. It's true. He's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. That's true. Maybe he'll break the record. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be the first man to sixty. What if your <laughs> Uber driver was him from the future. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah. what, 
So you're saying I got dropped off to O'Hare Airport by Antonio Cromartie? Maybe. Future Antonio Cromartie in the present. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he did say that like uh, when he was, he's uh, this Uber driver had been in Chicago forever. He said that he used to be the assistant manager at the Gucci store on Michigan Avenue. Oh, sweet. I've been there. He just started listing celebrities who were his clients. Huh. Who's that princess who owns all those malls? <laughs> you know, the Westfield Mall lady? The oh, Duchess of something? The Duchess. Oh, yeah. The Duchess Kate? No. I don't know. No. Uh, don't even try, Mike. Uh, like Scotty Pippen, a uh, couple other clients would like come in just all the time. What a life this guy's lived. So it could be Antonio Cromartie. I mean, I'm not throwing that out now because this is... This has entered a realm that I could think about for a while. Does anyone want to know why I was in Chicago? Why were you in Chicago? I mean, I know why you were in Chicago. Tell our listeners why you were in Chicago. Yeah, I was there. (laughs) (laughs) I was there as well because uh, my cousin was getting married. And so I don't know if you guys have ever been to an Indian wedding before, but it's typical for the bride's family to receive the groom in like a really grand way. In this particular case, the groom was riding a horse down Michigan Avenue <laughs> and there was Whoa. like this huge dance party surrounding him. It was awesome. Oh my God. So yeah, in terms of grand entrances, I think that like really ranks up there for like wedding festivities. And it's one of my favorite parts of weddings. And I have heard of it also done on elephants and one time on a Segway. And the person <laughs> who did that is probably going to hear that I talked about that. But, uh, if you guys were, re- in your case, replanning your wedding, Josh, or Mike, for your wedding, if you have one, what grand entrance would you want to make that would top that? Parachuting from a plane. You would do that? Yeah. <laughs> what if you missed? <laughs> I mean... What if you parachuted into another wedding? Would you, <laughs> would you have to get married to that woman? Like, what's uh, the law <laughs> on this? Maybe. <laughs> Okay, so you don't want to, like, you can't have one of the guys parachuting with you because, like, that's just not cool to, like, right. have to unharness yourself. So you have to be, <laughs> like, this is all on you. Honey, we're here. <laughs> can't do tandem. I love the idea of someone parachuting into their wedding and, like, like just missing the landing. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, <laughs> I could totally picture my parachute getting like <laughs> caught in a tree and I'm just kind of hanging and somebody needs to come cut me down. <laughs> so you'd still be for this idea? You can still change it. What uh, you can have another grand entrance. No, I'm I'm for it because the idea like that small chance that I do it perfectly where like we're playing danger zone and I have aviators on and I just like whip them off. <laughs> oh, your poor poor wife. <laughs> do you land like on the altar? Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, he looked at me like he was so serious. <laughs> oh yeah, oh like, yeah. I almost—he's <laughs> the floating Kool-Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing, like the downside of, red of the wedding, <laughs> the downside of the wedding is that you don't have a, a need to get down on one knee. Do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I, I love the idea of like parachuting in and landing on one knee also. That's pretty oh. epic to do a proposal. But then won't like you drape your wife in the parachute that you're landing in? No, it would, it would land behind me. 
How? Like a bridal trail. You would have your... <laughs> so elegant. <laughs> Is this all because you didn't get to wear the dress that you wanted for your wedding? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying it's not that. <laughs> Mike, Mike, how would you how would you bring yourself into attendance at your wedding? Uh, so I'm imagining a beach wedding. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And here's what I'm thinking. Well, like beach weddings are just like so posh, you know? Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the back of a jet ski. <laughs> You're gonna be on the back of it. I'm gonna be on the back of a jet ski in the ocean. Okay. We're gonna have a bomb underwater. What? <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Why? When I hit the when I hit the detonator, we're gonna explode <laughs> this bomb. Yo! <laughs> you can't set off a bomb at a wedding. <laughs> I have the world's best surfboard <laughs> that I'm holding on my jet ski. We hit we hit the bomb. My jet ski driver brings me to the wave that we just created. I hop off, I get on my, I just like jump off onto my surfboard very coolly. And then I, I, I surf my, I surf my wave right up to my wedding and I hop off and I run up the beach and I say, Hey baby, (laughs) I do. (laughs) Here, here's an option to maybe make it even better though instead of a jet ski it's a pretty mean thing to say to someone after they tell you it wasn't a good it wasn't a good idea so please no 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 see how bad he feels about himself now (laughs) no because i think you will agree that instead of a jet ski Mm -hmm. you should have two trained dolphins and you've got one foot on each and they're just riding in well obviously yeah that's a million times fucking cooler. <laughs> you want to stand on dolphins? That's not cool. No, now now that I have dolphins, I don't want a surfboard. I want them I want them to like drive me up beach themselves. Well, yeah, but we'll we'll put them back. But when <laughs> after we do our thing. After we kiss. They'll just sit there on the beach? Yeah, but I have been doing gymnastics lessons. So they drive me up they drive me up to the beach and they like flip their noses up and i do like a quadruple flip and i land on the altar and i go bam i do i did it <laughs> wow mike oh my god uh i've noticed that now that the dolphins have been added to the situation that you didn't greet your wife this time <laughs> Oh, I didn't say hey, baby. No, is it? Do you think it's possible that you're actually lo- in love with the dolphins instead of this woman? <laughs> Someone's got to tend to these dolphins. What was that? Is the podcast over? Where's everybody? Oh, right, right, right. Damn, I forgot. Uh, hey, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, I just want you to know that this episode, actually, uh, it ran too long. Turns out we went ahead and recorded too much stuff so what we're gonna do is split it in two and the exciting finale for whatever cliffhanger josh has manufactured before this or i mean if he hasn't then just imagine a cliffhanger here uh part two will come out tomorrow so keep your uh podcast feeds going i guess as usual 
And thank you as always for listening. This is this is going to be. Some people are going to get mad <laughs> that I'm going to say this, but <laughs> here's an underappreciated stereotype, and you guys tell me if you've seen this. Have you guys ever seen like muscular Asian men who wear quarter zip sweaters? Like, especially. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> okay, good. I'm like, this is like a world, and people just aren't noticing. And it's just I, the, now that I look for it. Like everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's amazing.